Welcome to the friendliest campus in the South. Shotgun, Blanchard, one back set, rolls right, pressure coming, throws, Middleton, go, to the gem of the hills. He lifts it to left, that one's pretty well hit, Hall on the run, that ball is gone. Home of the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. This is your podcast for JSU Sports. High fly ball, center field. It is back. It's out of here. With your hosts, Brandon Owens and Cody Hooks, this is Cocky Nation. What is going up, y'all? How y'all doing? Uh, it's another episode of Cocky Nation uh, for all of our Cocky Nation fans. Uh, it's your favorite hosts, Cody and Brandon. Uh, but as you can see, we're not alone today. Uh, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, I think it's our first guest in quite a while, Brandon. Uh, very long time. Yeah, I think our last guest was Will Seiler, who does a Sun, the a Sun podcast with me. I know, it's crazy. Uh, but we want to welcome Grant. Uh, Grant is a SHSU fan uh, himself. Uh, not going to give you all the hate, but it's okay. We love you no matter what. Uh, hey, you better but, be nice to him. He, his team is going to be a conference I member. With I us. know, I know. But as you can uh, probably guess, we have a ton of stuff to talk about today. Um, we have things to talk about as far as football. We have a lot of things to talk about as, as far as basketball is concerned. And of course, we want to talk a little bit about our Conference USA future uh, with our future uh, Conference USA members. So, uh, Brandon, uh, do we want to go ahead and start with football? Yes. All right. So, uh, to recap our week 11 review, uh, we went back to Texas. Uh, we played against Lamar. And, more um, successful this time. Might more I successful this time. Uh, we just went to the right. We went to the right Texas area um, and we ended up beating Lamar 38 to seven. Fantastic game. I truly enjoyed it. Um, I, it was a little bumpy at first personally, um, but we eventually got ourselves up and uh, we ended up winning 38 to seven. Honestly, I liked it. I, I thought we did real nice. I think it looked a lot better than the last couple weeks. I'm not going to say that that's contributed to the fact that we, uh, <clears throat> Uh, don't, say don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, but I've already um, pissed off a bunch of JSU fans this year. Don't <laughs> say it. Oh yeah, I know. Um, and again, we're sorry, coach Ross, we love you. Um, but the numbers show. I'm not- well, also when, when you see what happened during the game, like it was a slow first half. Like I was nervous yeah. going, going into halftime. I was nervous and I was like, we're going to find a way to screw this up against Lamar. You do not lose to Lamar. <laughs> That's at also all. true. And then luckily the old Gamecocks from our time in the OVC where we came out strong in the second half, they came, they made an appearance in the second half and it was, I was so relieved. Yeah. It, it was so nice to have the old Gamecocks back. Yeah. And, and, and it's basically as all things should be, you know, back to the way that things were. Um, but it was, it was a good win. Um, we needed it. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that we needed it obviously for, uh, playoff purposes, because let's face it, it's, it's not happening. Um, but I think we needed it personally as, as Gamecock fans, because we needed some sort of like a little bit of hope to, to, to hold on to that. Maybe just maybe things can get better. Um, but that's just me personally. So since we have a special guest, you're more familiar with Lamar than we are, Grant. So yeah. why yeah. why don't you why don't you give us your thoughts on the game? So I got to watch a little bit of it um, due to time constraints, um, but I got to see some highlights and stuff like that. Um, to piggyback on what Brandon said, yeah, the first half I was a little concerned. I was like, there's no way that this is going to be this close at the, at the end of the half. Um, lucky, luckily, you guys pulled it out um, and beat Lamar the way you should have. So, I mean, the, the end result is the end result. doesn't matter if it came in the first half, second half. So that's that's the score I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I, I, think that's, I think that's the score a lot of people were hoping. Yeah. 
And, and poor yeah. Lamar, man, they're just chock full of freshmen. Give them a few years. They're going to be given some people on the whack fits, I think. Yeah, I, I will say that. I think give it a few more years. They're going to give yeah. Stephen F. Austin a run for their money in the whack. Yep, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, and what I found so relieving was our offense finally decided to wake up and put up the numbers that they used to mm -hmm. put up. We almost got 500 total yards of offense, and we almost. held Lamar under 150. Yeah. It's so nice yes. to see yeah. those numbers again. Yeah, you held them to, what, uh, 53 rushing yards, I think 197 uh, total yards or, mm -hmm. uh, or passing yards. Um, the only – I think the only thing that I saw was just the, the – the, the only statistic that stood out to me was the, the nine penalties for, for 100 yards. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're used to that. We're used to that. <laughs> Um, that, but, that, that's unreal. Almost I'm, 200 penalty yard. That That's crazy. I don't think we've ever had a game with 185 or more. Yeah, uh, honestly. And I will say that I like to give my shout outs to certain players. Um, Wiggins. Wiggins uh, looked real nice. Uh, Samuel always looking nice uh, personally. Um, Zarek could have made a couple more completions. I mean, again, it is what it is. Zarek, I hope you enjoyed your last season. Um, but as we know, it's it's time for it's time for a change. Uh, but again, Wiggins, Samuel, you have my you have my sympathy because I think you did phenomenal in that game. And of course, it's it's only going to get better. So. One last person I want to give a shout out to. Sad that we didn't get to see Matthew Caldwell play in this game, but we are big sky boy. Our transfer from Cal Poly got some playing time. Now, granted, it was only one play, but mm -hmm. he got some playing time. I'm so happy that he finally got some playing time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think next year, and again, I, I think most teams will say this like, oh, there's always next year. Like, Next year, we got it. But yeah, we I, have I, learned our lesson. But we will not I, say that. <laughs> I, yes, but I will say that I think based on what we're seeing with these with these younger, and I, I don't mean like younger, like freshmen, but younger as in like they're new to the team in general, I think these newer guys that we have, like the guy from Cal Poly and all of our freshmen that are moving up, I think it's going to be a, a more decent season next year. Now, obviously, it ain't going to be easy because we still got to play Sam Houston. Um, we don't know is, that yet. We don't know that ah, yet. <laughs> you know we're going to end up playing them. Just, just well, don't yes, even argue. At least we will get them in Jacksonville next year. True, which I don't, I don't know. I mean, I always think about Eastern Washington. I mean, you know, we did beat them at home. Oh, you um, mean the team that we – this is a bit of a jab. The team that we didn't follow through with our deal – but I had to throw that in there for Kyler Neal. Kyler, we love you. Um, but regardless, I I think I think things are going to start looking forward. And speaking of forward, uh, is well, first off, is there anything else you want to add? No, just to piggyback off of you going into next year, like it's very promising. It's very promising, and I like with the success that Sam Houston has had as well to kind of tie Grant into this. They still have playoffs to go, and they look really good. Now, I don't know how many players Sam Houston is losing, but next year seems very promising for them to keep that success rolling. Mm -hmm. True, very true. And so, with that being said, uh, we have one more game. One last game this season. It's kind of sad. It is what it is. Um, but uh, we're going to play Eastern Kentucky at Eastern Kentucky uh, at 1 o'clock. Uh, it's against us. Uh, 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 it's going to be at 1 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, please, for the love of God, can we win this game? Please, just end it on a good note, please. We need, we need to have a winning record. Please, if all people and, and all JSU fans, first off, all JSU fans want to beat them because I think we all remember what was it, 2017? 2017 when uh when, when they were on our field and at Grant, I don't and know if you've heard this story. Was it and in 2019? 2019? So in 2017 and 2019. He, he should remember all the posts that the Southerners posted on that page. That's also true. So if you don't remember and for oh, oh, I know a lot of the I know a lot of the posts. 
yeah. from from Cocky Nation. So for all of our uh, Cocky fans that don't remember, in 2017 and in 2019, uh, the Southerners and the Eastern Kentucky football players do not get along because of the fact that the Eastern Kentucky football players were literally stepping on our color guard flags. They were just just god awful, man. I'm Cat sorry. Like our dance th- line. There, there as is, we're there, going onto the field for post game. There is a word called sportsmanship, and th- it was not there. And like at first, I'm thinking, well, maybe the coach is going to do something about this. But I never once saw anything being done about it. And it and it only happened something quote unquote something only happened after all of the Southerners and JSU fans started to blow up Eastern Kentucky online and on social media, and that's when things started to change. But if they act that way, in, I mean, I know that Southerners aren't going, but if they, if they keep up with this like unsportsmanlike, you know, mentality, it's it's just annoying, man. Like, and I get it, JSU gets penalties all the time. I mean, if you want to argue sportsmanlike, but but regardless, like that is just a character. That's that's a little bit different than than penalties on the field, though. Exactly mm-hmm. that 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 is just a character thing. That's that's you being a, like just a bad person. <laughs> Now, I, well, yeah, I I like the rivalry we have with Eastern Kentucky, and I really want them to go into Conference USA with us. I don't think it's hap- it's going to happen. Thank you, MTSU, for messing all of that up. <laughs> um, so we'll get into that in a little bit. But, yeah, our boys just need to go in there on fire, bringing their A game, like literally just – playing smash mouth football, playing super aggressive in order to get the win against Eastern Kentucky. It's a familiar opponent from the OVC days. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know them inside and out pretty much. Like, just do your job, play football, get the win. Let's end this uh, year on a high note, going into our transition to FBS. And It's it's not like you guys don't have the talent and and the skill Mm -hmm. there. You do. It's. I think this is honestly going to be a really good game. This is going to be a game that I definitely tune into or at least record. Um, I, I touched on it earlier. If you if you can keep the, the penalties to a minimum, um, if you guys can get some pressure on Parker McKinney, um, I, think that, I think that you guys have a decent chance of winning this game. Yeah, to kind of piggyback off of that, I mean, both our offensive and defensive lines have looked a lot better the past few weeks, mostly our defensive lines. So I agree. If we can get pressure on Parker McKinney, I think we'll be set up for a win. And I, and, and I think that it was – I mean, I didn't scout any of the, the EKU players prior to the, the Sam Houston game, but uh, mm-hmm. they highlighted quite a bit uh, Davion Ross – their mm-hmm. their defensive back, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be a dude to watch too. Yeah, and and honestly, for me, and and this is something in the in the future mentality. I think one thing that I also am looking forward to, and because this is the last game, which means that this is the last time that we'll see a coach in this and you know in play quote-unquote uh so i'm i'm interested to see what our interim coach does uh because uh, from what i've been told his he's name already is, light years better than gross yeah uh because <laughs> what i've been told his name is still it's still in the mix right uh for yes he, head coach. he is in the he is in the mix but i don't think he's the guy i think they've already made a decision they're waiting True. until the season is over to announce it and and we'll get more into conference usa later uh but uh, that is not the only game that's happening on Saturday. Obviously, there's plenty of games going on, but some of the ones that we wanted to highlight. Uh, so, obviously, with uh, an SHSU fan here, we want to talk about their game against Abilene Christian. Uh, they're playing at 1 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time on ESPN Plus as well. Uh, no brainer. Um, they're they're, they're going to win. Gonna win. They're going to win. I mean, it's Abilene Christian. I'm sorry. Um, but... Uh, what are you expecting to see, Grant? So speaking of Abilene Christian, when they got into the Southland, um, there was a lot of talk on catfans.com about how in the coming years, maybe three, four years, these guys were going to be big time. And um, 
it seems like every season they fall short of their expectations and there's always people, myself included, who have, have given that excuse, like, hey, give them a little bit more time. These guys have a lot of talent. Their recruiting's good. Um, they've got money. Like, it's going to be a matter of time. I think I'm falling off of that, that bandwagon at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been the, at the FCS level for, I don't know, what, eight years, seven years mm-hmm. now? And they, Something like they that, just yeah. keep, they just keep coming up short. Um, yeah. I, I don't – I think that it, it's, it could easily be a trap game for Sam Houston. Um, you know, they've already clinched the playoffs. Um, as long as they stay focused and keep their eye on the prize and do exactly what they've been doing all season, beating teams that they're supposed to beat, then I think this is – I don't want to say it's an easy game because I don't think any game's going to be easy. But if you stay focused, do exactly what you're supposed to do, then we're going to get the result that we expect. Yeah, I think regardless whether you win or lose this, you have a top two seed locked up. It's a matter mm-hmm. of if you win, you get the one seed. If you lose, you get the two seed. Yeah, I, uh, I think that if I think that if we drop this game, I don't think a one or two seed is going to be in in the cards for us. I don't. So perfect or like perfect scenario for Sam Houston would would be we win we win against ACU. We could be looking at a one or two seed. Um, but it it wouldn't surprise me even if we went out, if we got maybe the three or four seed, just because mm-hmm. of our strength of schedule. It's an unpopular opinion, especially among Sam Houston fans. We're undefeated. We're the defending national champions. But what happened in the spring only takes you so far in the following season. That's something True. maybe to, to take into consideration, but our strength of schedule is not the big sky. Our strength mm-hmm. of schedule is not is not the Missouri Valley Conference. Right. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if even if we do win out, maybe we get the three or four seed. Um, I think one or two seed is likely if we win out. But if we drop that game against ACU, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. Um, what year was it that y'all finished in the top two of the polls and then ended up with like the four or five? Oh man. It was recent while I was yeah. still in. It was, well, it wasn't. It wasn't the 2019 season because we didn't no. even make the playoffs. No. So it had to have been 17 been, or 18. I think it might have right. been. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I was a huge advocate for y'all getting the top one of the top two seeds that year, and y'all ended mm-hmm. up getting the four or five seed. Right. So I just, which, that that and that played a lot into the strength of schedule for Sam Houston that year. I think yeah, right. a lot of the Southland teams just underperformed, and y'all strength mm-hmm. of schedule went from up here all it just skyrocketed yeah. down. And I, I kind of feel like that's the same thing with the WAC. I think I think the WAC had a good amount of potential. I think at at most we could have been a, a you know a two playoff conference, um, but you know it's just the way things work out sometimes. I thought that. Um, UCA and and JSU, you guys were going to be I, – I, I knew for sure that those are going to be the toughest games we're going to play. And I even told you, Brandon, at some point when you guys made the announcement to go to the A-Sun, I was like, dude, that is going to be a loaded conference. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, it just – it didn't work out for the WAC, the WAC uh, A-Sun Challenge this year. Yeah. I just want to add that um, when you were talking about Abilene – had like this high high hope for him and like it's it's gonna be this year it's gonna be that uh every atlanta falcons fans just literally heart <laughs> just broke um uh, or the braves uh, until this year true oh true. man come on <laughs> come on i, I had to I was expecting you to bring to this up i was expecting you to bring it up i just didn't expect it so soon i'm sorry um we're we're, we're brave people Con- um, congratulations by the okay. way thank you thank it was a great series yeah it was but, but yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting. Um, I really do expect you guys to end up probably getting the first or second seed. That's me personally. Um, but I do understand where you're getting at when it comes to the idea that, well, depending on strength of the schedule, they might put you in the three or four. But I still believe that you have a really good chance of making it all the way. Um, but that's that's just me personally. So I, I, I think that there's, I think that there's, there's a good chance. I mean, I'm, I'm also looking through my orange tinted glasses here. Uh-huh. It sometimes you do have to take off, but yeah, I think that we've got a good chance of, of making the one to two seed. It's just, it just, I mean, it's up to the committee at this point, you know, right. and it, and it, it wouldn't shock me if, if, if we don't, I'd be bummed, but it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, man. I'm well, hoping it goes through Bowers because that's a <laughs> tough place to play. 
Mm-hmm. And I, since I, you know, I don't think anybody else knows. Uh, I think I just told Brandon a few hours ago. I don't even live in the Houston area anymore. I moved up to to the northern Arizona region, and I Ooh. have not been able to make a game in Bowers in three and a half years now. So I'm thinking that if I can get the time off work and and maybe make it down to Bowers, I I think that I'd I'm going to try and make it happen if it or goes even to Frisco. Yeah, True. for sure. Yeah, I mentioned to some of the other uh, FCS Fans Nation guys, I was like, because I saw all the stuff that they had on uh, on Facebook and on YouTube when they all went down there and met up. I was like, I'm going to try and make that happen next year. Right. He's He he is still trying no, to uh, decide if he's going or not. Hey, um, I love you, Brandon. I'm not going this year, unfortunately. Uh, so... I have some great news that I'll tell you later, um, but there there is a reason why I can't go anymore. Um, okay, you'll, you'll you'll like the, you'll like the reason you'll like the reason, but regardless, um, it, it is what it is. But with that being said, uh, so we do have one other game that we want to talk about that's going to be uh, kind of big. Um, most of the time, we don't necessarily talk about it, but uh, this weekend is what we call the Florida Classic, where Florida A&M and Bethune-Cookman University are going to be playing against each other in Orlando in Camping World Stadium. Uh, and the reason why we're talking about this is because I will be at that game. Um, I will actually be traveling uh, down to Orlando for a uh, Battle of the Bands uh, that I'm participating with my with my local high school uh, that I'm helping out with. And so I'm really excited because, number one, uh, I've never been to a uh, to a game like this. I've never been to an HBCU. Oh, you're in for a treat. You are. I know. In I'm. I'm truly excited. Um, I didn't like. I didn't even get to go to the. Uh, I mean, I live in Birmingham, and and I never get to go to the Magic City Classic, and so I'm really excited to be able to go see this game. I heard Florida A and M is phenomenal. I mean, they've been doing really well this year, anyways, and so I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm, I don't really have a preference on who's going to win. Uh, my, I mean, my band director went to BCU. Uh, so, I mean, I guess go Wildcats. I mean, nah. but, but regardless, I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I'm just excited. Uh, but if you want to watch that game, it's going to be on at 2.30 uh, on ESPN3. So just uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, I'll bring in some highlights next week when we're uh, recording again. Uh, to talk a little bit more about my experience during that time. Well, I'll tell you why this is an important game for Florida A&M. They have been, the past like two, three weeks, they have been in the discussion for one of the possible playoff bids. Yeah. If they win this game, they finish 9-2. and two. They have a very mm-hmm. strong chance at making the playoff field, but they're going to need some help to get into the playoff field. Right. I mean, you have to have like two, three, maybe four bubble teams lose this week. And still, yeah. that might not be enough just because of when you look at their schedule, mm-hmm. it's not the most favorable. But comparing to what it used to be when they were in the MEAC, it yeah. is so much stronger. So much stronger than what it was when they were in the meet. Oh yeah, definitely. The SWAC is definitely a lot stronger. Um, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun game, and I'll, I'll, I'll I, I'm unfortunately not going to Disney, so that's a that's a bummer. But it'll be okay. Um, so I think at the end of the day, it's gonna be. It's going to be a good weekend. I think there's a lot of really good games. I think there's uh, – isn't there a couple other games that are happening this weekend in the FCS that are, like, pivotal games as well? Uh, The Brawl of the Get, Wild. Yeah, I was about to say Brawl of the Wild is uh, happening this weekend. Uh, Kennesaw and Monmouth. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me double check. NDSU uh, uh, plays South Dakota. South Dakota State plays North Dakota. Yeah. I come on, fighting hawks and coyotes, please. Uh, Nichols, I'm with, I'm with you on that. Nichols uh, plays southeastern Louisiana on uh, tomorrow. Actually, yeah, is going to wipe the field with. Yeah, well, the, yeah the, but I mean, yes. you know, <laughs> I, I also, I, I also don't think. Just to go back for a couple of seconds, because yeah, go ahead. I don't, I don't think that that Florida A and M and Bethune Cookman game is going to be close. 
I don't. I think that I think the Rattlers are going to win pretty easily. Pro- probably. Yeah. yeah. That that's. I mean, it, as you can't tell, I I'm picking my favorite HPCU school. So. <laughs> well, uh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. Um, but uh, to transition us just a little bit uh, from the football games uh, to football talk. Uh, one of the things that we've kind of talked a little bit about, but we want to go a little bit more into it now that Grant's here is talking about Conference USA. So again, as we reiterated before, if you haven't heard, which unless you're living under a rock, I mean, you would have heard that uh, Jacksonville State, Sam Houston State, uh, New Mexico State, Liberty, uh, we're all making the move to Conference USA. They're uh, fixing up the the conference with UAB and several other teams moving around. Uh, And so I, at first, you know, Grant, you probably have heard, uh, I at first didn't like this. I didn't like this idea. Most JSU fans did. Because for me personally, it was in that perspective of Gross was, uh, again, I'm sorry, Gross, but Gross was still coach. I didn't think that he was ready to uh, coach an FBS team. And I just was afraid that we just weren't going to be prepared. But now we're, you know, a couple weeks out from that. Uh, Gross has, you know, stepped out. We have an interim coach. We're going to get a new coach, uh, whether that be the interim coach now or a new coach later. And I think at the end of the day, it's going to be great i think it's gonna be a fun time uh i think it's gonna be a fun conference because now we have teams like you that are that are joining in uh liberties uh part of that um i think it's a opportunity for us to grow uh which i think arguably jacksonville state has been growing tremendously as a school over the last six years alone but also just being able to grow using this as like basically a publicity um, because now we'll have more finances, more money, which means that more students, more recruitment, uh, especially because our recruitment primarily, I don't know if it's the same way at Sam Houston is uh, the idea that we really recruit from the Northeastern Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee region. Uh, but I think that this will allow us to expand into farther areas yeah Cody I think you you hit the nail on the head and I'm glad to see you guys have kind of come around I watched the podcast a couple weeks ago when you (laughs) kind of announced it and the look on your faces was just distraught and I saw some of Brandon's posts on on the (laughs) nation and and to be honest I had pretty much the same reaction at first it you know the news broke of the rumors of of uh, JSU and Sam Houston entering uh, Conference USA, and at first it was denial for me. I was like, "No way, this is happening. We don't have the money. We don't have the facilities. Why is anybody even entertaining this this rumor?" And then it was pretty much a done deal, and I went straight to anger. And I was like, "This is the dumbest decision we could ever make." <laughs> goodbye national championship. Uh, you know, goodbye rivalry with SFA. Like we're going to be basically the bottom feeders of the FBS for several years ahead. I, I, I just was super upset about it. And then I slept on it, talked to some people, and I was like, all right, now I'm, I'm, I'm basically where you guys are now. I just <laughs> a little bit sooner. I, I just – exactly what Cody said. It's an opportunity to grow the brand. It's more national recognition. It's possibly more revenue, depending on what statistics you look at. Sure. Um, and the way that the college football – uh, landscape is kind of shifting and everybody's kind of heard the rumors. Everybody's heard the talk for several years now is that the, the power five is going to break away from the NCAA, create their own league. Please, please. Yes, I know exactly. Basically relegating the group of five conferences to FCS 2.0, right? Yeah. And if JSU and Sam Houston can get a jump start on that with recruiting, with improving mm-hmm. the well, I don't think you guys really need to pr- improve your football stadium. That's an awesome looking stadium. Holds what, 24,000? Am I right? Yeah, the new renovation is actually taking away 4,000 seats. Oh, well, that's fine. You 20,000 seat stadium oh, no. compared to our 12,000 plus stadium, who that really has only had three renovations since 1986. A new scoreboard, chairbacks, and they just got the new field house last season. So we're in dire need to improve that stadium. And this is an opportunity to do it. It's not only an opportunity, it's it's mandatory at this point for us to, to upgrade that stadium if we want to keep up with everybody. So that's a big plus. 
Um, also, what I thought about um, just last night is, so back in 2011, yes, I'm 35. 2011, I had already graduated from Sam Houston. I went to a Texas State game right when they were, it was their last season in the FCS. They had just uh, built onto their stadium, made big renovations. It looked great. Flash forward like eight years, and they're hosting Baylor. I would have never guessed that. I, I was watching te Texas State and and Sam Houston games in Bauer Stadium in 2007, eight and nine. And I never would have guessed, never would have ever guessed that mm -hmm. in 10, 11 years time, they'd be hosting Baylor. So I think that's something we can also look forward to. Not only Sam Houston, but JSU. That's an opportunity to get, I don't I don't think you guys have the attendance issues that are very obvious at Bauer. But to get butts in seats, if we can get a Baylor, a Texas Tech, even a Southern, a Southern Miss or, or a Louisiana Tech, Who's going to be in Conference USA with us? Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be. Able to I'm very excited something. to play them. Yes, I'm very excited to play them. But I mean, I, I I agree with you because I have been saying I've been saying it for a long time that there is something going on in in the you know the political side of things when it comes to the FBS is that the Power Five needed to break off they they should have already broken off and become their own division. Now that's just me personally. But it, it's long overdue. And I'm yeah. telling you, with all these movements where whether you're talking about James Madison moving to the Sun Belt, us moving uh, to the uh, to Conference USA, there is they have to have been told something. There is something going on underneath that they have not told anybody. And basically, I think it's telling them, hey, Power Five is going to break off by 2030 and that you will have an opportunity to move up in the FBS, whether uh, while the Power Five becomes their own yeah. thing, I think that's what's happening, and I really hope it is because that was the other reason why I was so hesitant is because I was like, why would you have moved from the FCS when all these other teams have, and you could have been given an opportunity to skyrocket yourself into a national championship in the FCS and make it to Frisco. But it, it's got to be because they know something that we don't. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, this isn't the last time we're going to see top-tier FCS programs no. move up to the FBS. Oh, no. Sooner or later, you are going to see CAA, bye. Y'all are, are going to be <laughs> non-existent in, in the near future. Uh, that, well, there's rumors <laughs> Uh, uh, about CU, uh, C, uh, CAA teams leaving. But anyways, uh, Big Sky, Missouri Valley, you will see them in the new FBS yep. within 10 Absolutely. years. Within 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I was just going to say, like, there was a uh, – I've read a di several different articles about, you know, and, and uh, Matthew Frazee had that uh, – the podcast or the, the video about – you know why they haven't? Why why North Dakota State hasn't hasn't jumped yet or shouldn't have? Or I still think they should yet. join Conference USA. That's just my personal opinion. I think that'd be great, but I can't imagine a future of group of five conferences and either the Mountain West, the MAC, somebody picking up North Dakota State. I just can't imagine them being somehow left behind. Um, in the old FCS, it's, 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 it's not. not it's not that they. Uh, it's not that they're getting left behind. I think it's a personal choice by North Dakota State because they could have made that. Move I think it's different. How I long think it's ago? A personal choice, but it is uh, a personal the choice. Conferences. The conferences don't want North Dakota State to be com competing immediately. Mm. I, I think it's a personal choice. I think they're comfortable where they're at. They don't want to move. I think that's what I think is what it comes down to. We know that they could perform at least on a decent level if they moved up to the FBS. We've known that for what six, ten years or so. Yeah, I don't like, think that they've lost against an FBS opponent in ten years. No, and I think that they could. And I think they're just—I—I I, I wouldn't even say that they're scared. I think they're just comfortable. I think that's what it comes or, down to. Or maybe they're just dead set on joining a very specific conference. I mean. To be honest, was the Conference USA that appealing to JSU and Sam Houston? No. Yeah, yeah. Is is I mean the Sun Belt's different now, but the Sun Belt is geographically a little bit different, but that goes back to a whole other thing. Um, but I think I think what they want is Mountain West. 
mm-hmm. I'm just guessing here. If they're if they're going to jump to any Group of Five conference, the Mountain West is what they want. It's one of it's the strongest. Yeah, Group of Five conference. Well, the American, but just mm-hmm. behind the American is is Mountain yeah. West, and it's it's a decent geographic fit. Yeah, and I, I I'm excited for these movements. I. I just wish, you know, Troy was not in the Sun Belt. Um, what Troy? We'll talk about that. Well, later. I was gonna. You might see Troy make the jump to Conference USA now. I was gonna ask you guys about that. So, you guys have a rivalry with Sanford, <coughs> correct? Yes. And Troy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, with the jump to FBS, we're gonna see that rivalry again. Hopefully, Troy, if Troy will like put their pride away, if Troy will put their pride away, <laughs> agree to play us. Okay. If only. I don't know. I yeah. don't see. They'll play us in everything but football. Right. I, I don't that. understand it's, that reasoning. It's pretty funny. Um, but but I, I will say quickly a few, a few pros of, about this move. Number one, we get the rivalry we've always wanted with Sam Houston. We we finally get that rivalry. I'm it makes so happy sense to have too. that now. Oh, the yeah. next the the last pro. Think back to when the Sun Belt got raided in yeah. the last realignment. Yeah, this is eerily similar. And if we pl- if Conference USA plays their cards right, we can end up being what the Sun Belt is now. That, that's that's what I'm most excited about. And it, it just a quick thing, not to waste too much time. The the rivalry with with Sam Houston and JSU, it's it's not just the playoffs over the past what six years. Um, JSU was in the Southland mm-hmm. for a brief period of time, so there is there is that relationship there with with Sam Houston and JSU, not just within the playoffs over the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it made, it just made too much sense. Like yeah. we, we're not, we are not the only <laughs> two. I hate this. We I hate this. The only two. I really do. I'm going to do one of these. Yep. There we, go. we are not, we are not the only JSU fans that have already penciled in Sam Houston as our conference rivals. Yeah. Yeah, I well, think I mean, it makes sense. I think the same thing. I think I think Sam Houston fans are are in the same boat. It makes sense. We're we're jumping up from the SCS together. We were in the Southland for a brief period of time back in the mid to late nineties, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and then we, we've had some some pretty good games in the playoffs, minus that one and we were not talking about that one. That one wasn't a good game. That uh, was a good game. Yeah, maybe for you. That one, that one broke my heart, along with the massive upsets, you know, in Fargo and blowouts. Right. And I, you know, just just one one more thing. I think that JSU and Sam Houston, by far, got the most hate on the FCS Fans Nation Facebook page for the last. I don't understand why. Twenty fourteen. Because I kind of understand because, because I, I think since 2014 why. we've been complaining about wanting a new coach. I think that's what it comes down <laughs> because who is it that constantly like every week it was here's here's my uh, obligatory uh, post about firing grass and it was like the the, the oh yeah the oh, Scotty Simpson Scotty yeah. Simpson yeah. yeah so I, <laughs> I just good. constantly think about that and so I I don't know I, I it's they just hate us because they ain't us. Um, there you go. So there quickly go. to close this out, Conference USA did announce that Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee State are not joining the MAC and they're staying in Conference USA. Mm-hmm. So, I hate that because if they had went to the MAC, EKU and UTC were in line to join Conference USA. Right. They they were set up to be given invitations. Now, what beef both of those schools have with EKU and UTC, I don't know. But they need to realize that if we want to rebuild this conference, invite those two. Invite those two, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I I agree. I think UTC would be a. I, I, I again, I, I have my personal feelings. Shoot, even go Kentucky, go after but, SFA. 
Thank you. I was I was I was going to bring it up in a second, and I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to 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 UCT or uh, UTC mm -hmm. um, coming up and everything like that. But from a from a selfish point of view, I was just glad that um, Middle Tennessee and um, Western Kentucky stayed because I was like, okay, that brings a little bit of validity to the conference. Like they're going to stay for the time being. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to keep their eyes open in the future. But I was like, all right. Yeah. That some established FBS programs that are already here, but when when the announcement was made about Sam Houston and JSU going going to to the to Conference USA, I don't think I've ever seen the amount of Bearcat fans say nice ish things about SFA, and the the general <laughs> consensus was, "Hey, is there any chance we can get SFA to follow us?" Like. We don't want to lose that rivalry. We actually love you guys. You know, we love that game and losing it is like, that's, that's our only rivalry now. Our old rivalry was, was, was Texas state. Now they're gone, but yeah, I would love to see SFA make that jump in, in the future. I'd love it. Right. I think, I think JSU fans had the same reaction with uh, UTC when all of this was announced now, granted, we seriously do not like UTC. I, I despise them. But that has been one of our best rivals until Kennesaw State came on the scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I, want, I wanted – You, you mean the one-sided rivalry? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just to make things clear, we hate <laughs> the purple guys. We hate the purple guys. Sorry, Dustin Helton. We don't like you guys. But when it came to, like, leaving you guys, it was like – we don't, we don't really want to leave. We don't like you guys. We want you guys to come along. But yeah, that that new um, that new rivalry you guys have 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 started with uh, Kennesaw State and and UNA, right? Mm -hmm. I think yeah. What what are your what are you guys' feelings on on leaving that? I mean, it's it's a new rivalry, so it's it. a whole lot of history. I hate but, it. Yeah, uh, I, have, I have connections to UNA, so they hold a special place in my heart. I mean, I we almost, never know. I almost went to UNA. Um, over JSU. Okay. So, and my parents went here, so they've filled me in on like the rivalry side of UNA JSU, and it's big. It still is big to this day for whatever reason, because they were not in the same division for yeah. like fifteen plus years. But the fact that it was brought back over the past three years, yeah, yeah three, three years. Yeah. It has gained so much traction, and now JSU is leaving. Yeah. How does uh, that make us as big brother feel? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, how does it make us look? Like, it, it makes us look horrible. Arguably, I can I can agree with you on the whole UNA thing. Um, now, as far as Kennesaw State goes, like, yes, I feel the same way, but at the same time, can you call it a rivalry if it's a one-sided thing? Yes. I mean, you can because it's been one-sided for San Houston uh, for ten years now, but it's still true. a rivalry. Well, I mean, same thing with Alabama and Tennessee. I mean, but regardless, it's it's just one of those things that, like, you never know. If anybody was to make that jump with us in the near future, it would be Kennesaw State. I wouldn't mm -hmm. necessarily say that UNA would make that jump, but Kennesaw mm -hmm. State could make that jump. Here's, and jump, if they, here's UNA. They yeah. are that close. Yeah, and and so I think Kennesaw State could make that jump. And if they do, and let's say hypothetically they did go to Conference USA with us, oh, my God, that would be so much fun. It like, wouldn't surprise me. They've got that Atlanta TV market right there. Much. Exactly, and I don't see why they don't. Um, so I think it could be a possibility in the future. We, we just never know. Um, but – uh, we do we do need to get to some other yes. things yes, we, we gotta do. get to we gotta get to basketball so uh is there any last last minute comments that we have I'm i just wanted to touch on one more thing has anybody looked yeah, at liberties and liberties endowment uh, 3.7 billion <laughs> I, the last i saw was 1.6 billion but no, still three the, like Jesus. over three, like three billion or billion. three point seven billion yeah. Do, do, uh, Brandon, that's that's all I wanted to say, man. You know what I could do with one million dollars, Brandon? Do you know what I could do with one million dollars? Um, I could pay off all my debts. I could like not my be student loans and all yeah, my student loans. Would be I, I, couldn't, poor. I, I wouldn't be poor. I wouldn't be broke. So I mean, that's that's where I leave it, man. But um, 
All right, so let's, let's get into basketball. So uh, since we last uh, recorded and last time we posted, uh, we did have a couple games. Uh, the first one uh, we played last Saturday against Alabama A&M, the Bulldogs. Uh, we ended up winning that game. Told you, Brandon. Uh, we ended up winning that game. I seven picked to- them. Don't, don't. Don't do that to me. Yeah, whatever. Um, we ended up winning that game 70 to 47. Phenomenal game. I thought we did fantastic. I think mm-hmm. we looked clean. Uh, and then, God, do I really even talk about it? Uh, Paul's right. Uh, you actually get to see, Grant, you get to see how much we actually hate Troy now. Oh, my God. All right. I'm here for it, man. I'm so, it. so we ended up playing Troy last night, right? Last night. Um, I stay. I was going to go to bed at seven o'clock because I had to get up and do my papers, do more reading and everything. They kept me up till nine. Three <laughs> overtimes. Three overtimes. Sixty-nine to sixty-five. We lost the game. I'm like, oh mm. my god! How do you? How do you lose to Troy? It's like, how do you lose a woman? Forget to cherish her. Like we we lost that. And, and I'm so mad. The ref, oh, oh the officiating was mm, pissing me off the entire the time. Very, the very last shot. Oh, God. There was a obvious oh, foul God. when they did the replay. The Troy defender went up to block the shot. And it was obvious he slapped hit the the J, the um, Finch's, slapped <laughs> Finch's hand. I had to think of the guy's name. And then they called a foul on Finch. Frustration yeah. <laughs> in Brandon's face says it all. Exactly. Stuck. Yeah, it's it was it was because awful. If we, but if, if we had the foul called, we would have had three foul shots, three mm-hmm. free throws. Yeah. And most likely the entire game, Finch had was great on at from the from the line. Oh yeah. So even if he made two, we would have made we would have had the lead. Yeah. And and for real, Finch looked really good the entire night. Finch, if you're hearing this, we, we love you. Um Adams looked really good. Um Henry looked okay. He didn't play as much as I thought. You know, he he didn't do as much as I was hoping for. Um but overall can't complain. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, and you see right there, you can get those. Uh, like stats. it was, it was very evenly matched. Like the field goal percentage was close, the uh, three point percentage was close, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, free throw percentage was close. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, how much closer can you get? Yeah. How much closer can you get? I think the only category that we out uh that we outdid troy on was points scored from the bench yeah take, take, I think take that's it. you gotta take the stats off we, we can't yes, see I grant know. i was about to say hi hi grant still here. don't um, worry I'm still, here. <laughs> I'm still here um but yeah so i it's just as we've stated uh troy if if you want to have a rematch and turn it into a football game um we're more than happy to <laughs> uh to host uh we'll even you will you- definitely they will definitely lose halftime yeah. They will definitely lose definitely halftime. Lose halftime. Um, I've, man, I've, I've heard so much about the band, the Southerners, right? That's what yep. they're called. I've heard so much. I'm I'm looking forward to at least trying okay. to see him in person. I've yeah. heard I've heard great things. So. You you need to. I was hoping JSU was going to be good enough this year to go to Frisco, so that way you could have saw him in person. Yeah, but yeah, that, that wasn't happening. I'm sorry, um, but. There's always, uh, again, we have to look towards the future. We can't hold on to the fact that we lost to Troy, even though we'll, we'll never let it live it down. Uh, even though nobody cares, we care. So Two two last things before we go on to our games for, for next week. Mm-hmm. Whoop Troy and Troy sucks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so our next games that we're playing uh, on the 22nd, we're going to play ACU at 4.30, and it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Please go watch it. It's and actually on... going to be in the Bahamas. It's yeah. The, it's the Nassau Championship. No kidding. Need to be out in the sun, right? Um, and then on the 27th, we are going to play Elon uh, at 12 p.m. Again, on ESPN+. Plus. My personal predictions is that we just have to consistently be – 
pushing the ball. We have to be really persistent on offense. Um, defense needs to get a little bit more in control uh, to try to cut down on that uh, on that scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just me personally. Brandon, what do you think? No, the same thing. Like, honestly, I wouldn't change a, a single thing about how they played uh, from the Troy game because mm-hmm. they were on their game. The only thing I would say is be more aggressive and be more on your game with your shots. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be on your A game. Mm-hmm. Um, you're about to play in a three-game guaranteed tournament in the Bahamas, so you have got to be on your A game. And again, the fact that we have fifth and sixth-year seniors on our team just do nothing but help us because it's a team that knows each other, they know how to play with each other, and they know how to play the game, especially Gamecock basketball game. Mm-hmm. So, And I- also, can we can we show EKU how it's done to get a win against the Colonial in basketball, please? Please, God. Please, God. EKU lost to James Madison at the late, last second. I know. And we play Elon at Elon. Let's show EKU how it how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, but y'all, this was this was fun. This is one of our. Uh, I think this was one of my most enjoyable episodes. Mm-hmm. I think personally. Um, but we want to thank you for listening. And then, of course, if you haven't already, you need to follow us on our social media pages uh, at Cocky Nation. If you're following us on Facebook, it's Cocky nation and uh jsu podcast uh go follow all of our other fcs fan nation pages uh because we're all one big happy community until uh the two of us uh end up leaving and going to the fbs in a couple years uh grant thank you for coming on i i wish we had more you're more than welcome to come anytime like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with thanks that. no no thank you guys for having me on and brandon <laughs> thank you for reaching out to me also um, I'm pretty sure that you're going to get a thank you from my girlfriend because I've been doing nothing but talking about realignment and FCS and San Houston and playoffs. <laughs> and we live in a very tiny town in Northern Arizona and we moved away from our family. So we are each other's best friends. So she thanks you. I thank you guys. I really appreciate it. It's been awesome. It's been yeah, great. Definitely have to buy you a beer when we, when we're in Frisco. All right, cool. Sure. I'll return the favor. Well, guys, we thank you again. Be on the lookout for more content from us, uh, especially as we post every week. Uh, and of course, you know, we're going to say, it, uh, Grant, if you want to join in on us, uh, go Gamecocks and uh, fear the beak. Um,